smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi i'm abhinav call from mint and welcome to this edition of why not mint money today i have with me vasant kamath founder of small case vasant has moderately aggressive risk appetite and invests in private equity and crypto for the long term He's also betting his personal money on smart beta dividends in thematic small case portfolios. Let's listen in. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Thank you for talking to us, uh, Wasim. Uh my first question is how do you identify yourself as an investor? I look at my entire portfolio very very top down. So uh asset allocation is what i start with and then within each asset class is where i look at the choice of both investment product as well as the particular strategy or exposure so do you identify as a, uh, a medium risk investor low risk investor or high risk investor i think it would be very moderate uh, like a lot of still like the majority still goes into equity uh, obviously on the other side i'm running a business so a lot of my net worth is also captured there as well but uh, on my investment portfolio it is uh, you know moderate to slightly aggressive right so talking about your, the asset mix uh, in terms of equity debt uh, gold real estate and alternative asset class uh, what is the current asset mix you can give ballpark percentages sure i think equity would be around 55% this includes both domestic and international equities debt would be around 25 to 30% gold would be 10% uh, real estate is zero and alternate asset class is somewhere between 5 to 10 uh, so any asset class that you didn't have earlier uh, in the last before the before the last one year that you have added i think gold used to be a minority of, like it would be under certain strategies where there was exposure to equity gold and fixed income together like we have the all weather small case which has exposure to all three classes so gold used to be a part of that but mm-hmm. over the last year have started making gold a more significant part of my overall portfolio uh any reason i think that's what the idea was to look at the portfolio top down so in terms of asset allocation uh it makes sense to allocate to gold uh, obviously believe that you know it will be a good way to uh, diversify the entire portfolio and hedge against equity market shocks and how has your portfolio performed over the past one year we talk about debt uh, equity gold and across the individual asset classes individual asset classes right sure i think uh, like this is still march but i think over the last one year equity would have been somewhere between uh, 19 to 20% debt would be between 4 to 5% gold uh, given you know there's just one way that i take this exposure easier to measure this is 12% uh, real estate uh, don't have any allocation at all alternates uh, don't really know i don't really measure as in that's something that's basically high risk that i just park and forget about it right so uh, you said you don't measure alternative asset classes uh, what is the holding period for that asset class uh, more than 10 years for sure as in the idea there is like for example there's some private equity exposure there some cryptocurrency exposure as well there so the idea was just to understand one how the asset class works in itself and second just to take some very minimal exposure i'm sure there's been some appreciation but like i don't track it on a yearly basis as well it's something that i'm com- very comfortable 
losing or going to zero as well so the markets i mean uh, talking about equity markets they are in a weird position one step forward two steps back uh, given all the noise uh, and lots of <laughs> macroeconomic factors are you shifting between uh, equity market segments uh, no 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 like deliberate change in the overall equity allocation as in i just keep ensuring that equity allocation is between 50 to 60% right now it's at 55 so uh, kind of what's changed is also like earlier used to be uh, mostly large cap but now given you know there's more coverage on mid small caps there's more information out there uh, interesting themes and strategies in small cases coming on some of the uh, mid and small cap segments as well so allocation has definitely increased there but it's not a directed or a deliberate one and now coming to debt are you shifting between categories there i think over the last year the only shift in debt has been from cash to fds uh depends on the interest rates that fds have been offering and that's been changing over the last one year so that's only reallocation i've been doing. right right and how often do you review your asset allocation uh once a quarter so uh is this a review or do you change or rejig the portfolio a rejig if there's like uh, say for example if equity is gone below 50 yes then i increase my exposure to equity uh, but that's what i have i like i mentioned i look at it top down so the overall idea is that equity should be between 50 to 60 uh, my alternate should be less than 10 uh, gold should be 10 and rest is fixed income so if there's a significant change in this allocation that's when i reject but i keep monitoring every quarter uh talking about the last one year uh, one strategy that has worked for your portfolio and one strategy that didn't i think one strategy that's worked for sure has been uh, allocating to gold outside you know uh, some of the uh, multi asset small cases that existed uh, started allocating to gold every month and obviously uh start an sip into one of the gold etfs there so that's really worked well for me uh that's been a significant change i think what hasn't worked has been outside say some of the global equity or international funds that i had exposure to i started uh taking direct exposure uh, for emerging market etfs as well as some of the tech stocks i think the entry timing for that was bad but still continue to hold those so do you invest yourself or uh, other professional help that you take on most of it uh, it's self directed i invest myself i like i said you know the asset uh, allocation framework is in place then deciding on which investment product and strategy is done by myself on some of the equity strategies though uh, obviously trust uh, some of the professionals there uh, for you know especially in areas where i don't have that expertise or the time to actually go in depth that's where say you know use small cases where there are professional fund managers who kind of keep reviewing the portfolio and managing it that's that's where i uh, take the help of professionals but otherwise uh, mostly separate uh now i i asked the, my next question because uh, this the series that we have been running it's in two weeks and we have talked to uh, many experts and many of them have uh, said that they will be increasing their allocation to gold do you have such plans not increasing that's what i just want to keep it at 10% right now it is at 10% so mm-hmm. like uh, wherever there's a monthly incremental investments going into different asset classes gold is also part of it so not planning to increase it just retaining it at 10 uh, and do you have any cash allocation yes but uh, very minor as in uh, most of it like for short term requirements it's either in 
liquid funds or uh, in short term fds and how many months of emergency fund uh, do you provision for and in which form do you keep it uh, 18 to 24 months uh, is the overall emergency fund uh, mm-hmm. i keep it in liquid funds on one end and my bank's fixed deposits uh, on the other right uh so coming to th- your personal life uh, were you able to go on a- any holiday in the past one year i did uh, did take my first international trip last year so took a vacation uh, late last year i mean uh, first international trip after pandemic no no as in uh, i grew up in uh, uae but after that haven't gone outside india so this was the first oh. time since 2006 that i've been outside india okay and if i can ask uh, which country went to turkey and uh, when do you plan to take vacation next uh, sometime later this year as in i think uh, trying to see if there are certain events mostly concerts that i can plan around but sometime this year for sure okay so uh, after like uh, two year back the pandemic struck any lifestyle changes during this lockdown that you picked up and that will become permanent i think uh, reduction in travel for work uh, i used to travel 3 out of 4 weeks uh, in a month uh, before the pandemic that's reduced significantly now it's end of maybe once or twice a quarter at max uh, the other big change is obviously end of uh, operating in a remote first or an hybrid environment where uh, not going to not planning to completely go back to office so it will be a hybrid between work from office and work from home and i think the third change is again because of the remote setup i can uh, spend more time with family so that's something that's again more deliberate and will continue sticking to my last question is uh, what does wealth mean to you i think uh, it's like for me it's similar to the definition of say success in a way that it gives you the opportunity to do what you want to do at your own time so uh, financial freedom uh, rather than wealth is the same definition as success for me uh, so uh, what kind of growth as a business you have seen over the last one year uh over the last one year i think uh, in across all key metrics it would be between 3 to 5 is there any uh, type of uh, small cases that are preferred more by investors uh depends on uh, the kind of investors so like for the longest uh, at least you know, in our uh, entire business life of 5 to 6 years now uh, for the largest period we were focusing on investors who had just started taking their direct equity uh, first steps right so there it was always uh, where you know investors would choose uh, asset allocation based small cases uh, large cap based small cases dividend based strategies etc i think over the last 1 to 2 years that's changed a little because now uh, with this whole growing community of you know investment managers advisors creating their own small cases mm-hmm. according to you know their own uh expertise in whichever sector or strategy or framework that they have uh this that's become an interesting way for many people who already been investing to kind of diversify their portfolio uh on these strategies so kind of these some of these strategies including say for example special situations say uh themes like china plus 1 uh, certain sectors which are not uh you know covered in the uh base menu of indices momentum strategies all of them have also become popular but still uh, a large portion of new investors in small cases are people who are just starting to take their first steps in direct equity so uh, if you look at it on an overall level it will still be the asset allocation in the large cap ones 
uh, and any key mistakes that you see people investors making uh, while building the portfolio on a platform on our platform it's kind of only equity but i think the uh, like mostly equity exposures that people come into but i think the you know most frequent or most prevalent mistake that most people still make especially when they're starting to build their portfolio is that they go all in on one asset class and then eventually realize that they need to have a framework around allocating to different asset classes uh, and then they use do that over time but i think just starting out with a top down view a top down plan as well as an asset allocation framework makes the most have you seen any positive impact because of the taxation issues that the crypto sector is facing uh so we don't deal in crypto so no no uh, so many people have started uh, stop trading and the trading volumes have plummeted in that crypto sector right. so i mean there's there, there's money with the people they want to invest it somewhere so do you see any positive uh, thing that pe- they they want to see an alternative asset class not as an alternative but alternative to the crypto so do you right. see that positive impact happening in the on your platform uh i don't think so to be honest uh, you know because uh like at least the early adopters in crypto went to crypto because the volatility and the alpha or the returns are way way higher than any uh, known asset class so i don't think that's benefited uh, say equity or debt or anything i don't think that money is going to come back there because the intent or objective of uh, the investor or the trader while looking at an asset class like crypto was uh, you know multifold returns right so i don't think there's any other asset class that kind of provides it right now except for maybe private equity or say ipos which is uh, what has kind of grown in interest along with crypto but i don't think that's what people are choosing to replace that exposure with something else i think either they continue to do it or they basically pull that out and are sticking to their normal asset allocation uh, actually i have just last one question uh, do you own any of your schemes I think around 80% of my uh, equity allocation would be in small cases. Okay, and is it changing? I mean, uh, rising uh, over the next one year, do you plan to? Uh, it depends, honestly, as in there's no, again, concerted uh, thought on increasing that allocation. I think the idea there is that uh, as new strategies get launched, for example, uh, the latest set of small cases that were launched were the Horizon uh, collection, which is basically a strategy that kind of is a target based target date based strategy that if you want a uh, maturity of your investment in 2040 that's uh, kind of how the portfolio keeps getting rebalanced so as more and more strategies come obviously allocation there will keep increasing so uh, sh- should increase over time but again it's not a deliberate effort from mine to say that i need to increase more to small cases that's it for today If you have any questions you can write to us at mintmoney@redlineman.com if you want me to cover any specific topic dm me at @redabnavkal at twitter to stay updated on this podcast follow hd smartcast on facebook instagram twitter youtube and linkedin to listen to more such podcasts log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.